0: If you are a working mom who started your family a little bit later than some of us, you're gonna love this conversation with Meg Martin, who started having babies at 45 and now manages her own business and takes care of three little ones. I think she deserves a special medal because she's just a few years younger than me and I know I don't have the energy to manage little ones. I'm so glad my kids dress themselves and cook their own meals. (laughs) I just can't even imagine the life that she has taken on, but she's rocking it. And I believe her story here is to provide hope for you if this is where you are. And even if kids aren't even on the scene for you, I think you'll learn a whole lot from Meg on how she just manages some of the monkeys that you have to keep in order in order to run your own business and to show up in, um, in a major market like healthcare as a strong leader and a woman. So grab your glass of wine, sit down, and have a chat with us.
1: Hi, Donna. Meg yes so good to hear your voice oh it's great to hear yours it's been a while now
0: yeah i can't time flies so fast can you believe that we're we're already in the second half of july no i'm not ready for it
1: i'm not either it just flies by it flies by but i've so enjoyed our conversations in the past so it's wonderful to connect again
0: it is it's fun for me too i think um, you've you've inspired me. You have so much to share and so much to say. You're actually the the first um, person on my podcast who's actually gone through my Life Strategy Design program. So I'm excited. Oh,
1: very cool. To, to hear more
0: about how this has impacted your life since since we finished talking that series. But but first, I want to dial it back. I want our okay. listeners to find out more about Meg. Just give us the the background on your um story as a as a woman as a working woman okay and all that stuff
1: all right well i'll i'll tell you what i'm doing now because it's sort of the end result and then i think it'll open up how i got there um i am the owner of hcj healthcare solutions which is a company that helps small to medium-sized healthcare companies grow and accelerate sales and gain access to new markets. But this is really a culmination of of my history I started out as an emergency department nurse and went into pharmaceutical sales and was a trainer and a manager so I've sort of been through the ranks and have managed teams of clinical nurse educators and worked in pharma and biotech and this is something that I'm doing now because it it taps into all the things that I find fulfilling and also uses the skills that I'm good at. I am a mom of three children, a six-year-old, and three-year-old twins, and became a mom at 42. And oh, I, Can we just take a standing
0: innovation <laughs> right now?
1: Well, <laughs> you're not seeing the circles under my eyes. The dark circles are there, I promise. <laughs> I know,
0: I know, but we, we all need to applaud you. That's a, an accomplishment. Oh, thank you. Well and, well, and you have twins in that mix.
1: Yes, Yes. Three-year-old twins, Charles and Julian. That is right. That is right. And I had them at 45. And uh, and I'll tell you, I think that although I'm not someone that had a history of great balance, everything seemed to have, um, work as, for work and personal life. And then when I had children and, and really thought I was great at project management and great at organizing and Having children really um, shifted everything. I was still able to get things done, but it made everything, it never felt good. Everything was overwhelming and hard. And although I was still getting things done, that harmony or our sense of of um, peace in accomplishing things just was shattered and really had to rebuild my strategy. And that's where you have come in and have helped me so much. <laughs> So
0: Good. Well, it, it makes a big difference when we, there's freedom in having a plan. I love to say it that way.
1: Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. we
0: kind of live moment by moment, yeah, we get choked by life.
1: Yep. So, that, it, exactly, yeah. So Exactly. Exactly.
0: I hear your I, pain.
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And you know, I think sometimes things still work, even though they're stressful. And at some point, there are so many different facets to our life that unless we're truly being purposeful and you know, I've always felt if your values based and your values are in the right place, everything else comes together. And although that is true to some point, to some extent, unless you have a strategy and are really putting the parts of your life that are important on paper and deciding how you want to do it or what strategies you're going to use to help you stay focused on the right things, I think we easily get on the wrong path and feel way out of balance and just become very stressed. That's not necessary. And again, that's where I think you can come in and and have with me help dramatically. So
0: can you, can you give our listeners a few like illustrations to paint the picture of how you've kind of taken life back with your strategies?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, let's see. One is, Uh, something I have done routinely a lot is it like a daily devotional for me, but I had gotten away from journaling and really writing down how I'm feeling. Um, One of the things of many and working with you that I've done is, is naming those things that help remove stress or help me channel my energy to, to constructive outcomes. And so instead for example, if I'm journaling, I can write down if something's worrying me. And instead of being defensive about that, which you have helped me with on, oh, how do I stop this? Or how do I not worry? And then the focus is on not worrying is talk writing out what is it that I need to be focused on? What is the solution for this? Or who do I need to help me? And then all of a sudden, those thoughts become, very, I, you gain ideas and there's this synergy on living your life um, For towards solutions and bringing in people in your life that are purposeful. Um, Another strategy that you um, were instrumental in was in identifying in my past some of the happiest and most fulfilling times in my life were when I was really plugged in with old friends, whether they were close or far away, we were communicating in some way. And then so you've helped me in looking at like I have an upcoming move coming. We're relocating. And so part of my plan for that is how do I plug into the community early, whether it's through my church and through community events that I can bring my friendships with me and stay plugged in from a distance, but also plug in to make new friends. So that's part of my strategy to make that move less stressful. Um, so you've helped me take things from my past that were good. And how do I recreate those or place them in my future? That's Does that beautiful. help?
0: Yes, that's a, <laughs> that is a, a good picture. Because, you know, some people, when you ask them to, to think through the past or to dig around in that soil a bit, they mm-hmm. wonder, is this helpful? I mean, is it, is it really going to help me? to? Mm-hmm. But just like you do in, in acknowledging those those triggers in your body that tell you that there's stress going on in your life you can acknowledge that with gratitude say hey thanks for the heads up and i have got it I, yep. I i'm creating a plan and it's going to be fine so don't need to live in anxiety <laughs> thanks, yes <laughs> thanks for the word <laughs> and the same thing with looking through your past it's amazing the the sweet discoveries that you find that you've forgotten about mm Mm-hmm. And then you learn the things that uh, you you can go ahead and and um, acknowledge them, thank them for the lesson, and and kiss them goodbye too. You know those memories <laughs> that we don't need to hold on to.
1: Yes, for sure. I mean, I think one example of that would be. I've moved multiple times. I think we totaled it up. It was about 15 times in my mm-hmm. life. And some of those were due to life events from a divorce um, when I was a child, my parents, and then a divorce as an adult or a few of them were, were really stressful moves. And we have a move coming up that's a good work change and job change. And although there was some anxiety, I was like, where is this coming from? And it's because there were previous moves that were life happening to us. And all that, that happens to all of us. But how do I... Um, I don't have to carry all of that anxiety or um, stress from an old move that maybe wasn't a happy one into this new move. So I, right. I don't have to create that rule that, Hey, moving is stressful. Moving is hard. Yeah. It is hard, but this is a good move. And we're going to look for the good things that are coming into yeah. it. Yeah.
0: You're going to so, rewrite that. And you're young enough to start over in a new town and, and yeah. be able to shoulder that change. It's going to be fun. It'll be fun yes. for family. So if anybody's listening in Montana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oseman.
0: And the great thing about your company is you can still run your company from wherever you live.
1: That's right. Yes. And so that, that, the I mentioned that in doing HCJ Healthcare Solutions. Part of it was t- tapping into the things that fulfill me and what I do well, but it also gives me more control over my calendar. I'm still just as busy and still working just as hard, but I have a little bit more control or flexibility about my calendar, and so it's allowing us to be able to do this and to be able to move.
0: Right, right.
1: So, this is incredible.
0: Just in case there are curious minds and um, listening to this um, podcast, who who can benefit from your help with HCJ Healthcare Solutions?
1: Thank you. Yes. So if you work for a healthcare company, whether it's a product or service. And it can be existing or brand new. If you're looking to grow or have grown and just haven't, it's slow, and you're looking for some insight on how to accelerate that growth, or let's say you've worked in a hospital setting, but you're trying to gain access to clinic setting or clinics and trying to gain access to hospitals, a new vertal, vertical market, I can help you create that plan. And also a profile of the best type of person to hire for that. A lot of times we assume I need a new salesperson, and in fact, it may not be that. It may mean I need a clinical educator, someone that can identify as a peer um, with those colleagues in that new market and be able to educate them, and then that opens the doors and also helps patients. So if you're looking to increase impact in the community with your product or service, I can help you with the plan and the implementation So, or if you're not sure what you need, just call me and I can help look at where things are and make some suggestions.
0: Yeah. And you can handle the whole spectrum of people needs. Yes. Identifying who to hire, how to attract the right talent, how to retain talent.
1: That's right. That's right. And, and I love it. I love every minute of it. I'm working with a, a company that's really not small now. Iconopedia it's breast imaging and reporting and I'm um, helping with their sales and have come on and it's their interim vice president and love it and want to be a long-term partner for them. Uh, it's a great company that makes an impact on patients and reduces um, misses from radiologists in, um, and how they track mammography for women. And so these are real difference makers. And sometimes we have the best product or the best service. This one, Iconopedia was already doing well. I'm just helping them do better and faster. But companies have great products, but they may not be getting to the market right. And so patients are missing out and right. their lives are not enhanced by it. So if we can help increase their access, visibility, and accelerate growth, then patients in the end are better.
0: You know, that reminds me of a really good point that a lot of companies, uh, especially entrepreneurs who are just so innovative and smart, they, they um, think that they have to do it all themselves. Mm-hmm. And when, when you get to the point where you realize that hiring people to do what they do best is going to accelerate your business.
1: Yes. It seems is- like
0: they're really benefiting from that.
1: That is so true. That's right. And I think we also try to recreate something like, I think I need this, but I'm not sure, or I'm going to do it the way I've always done it. And there are people that have done it, seen it done and seen common mistakes uh, companies have made and how to avoid those. And so it may not change the ultimate outcome. It changes the time and how fast you get there.
0: Yeah. Really good point. And if you really need to scale your growth, um, time is a, a definitely uh, a, it's not a luxury that you can afford <laughs>
1: yeah. that's
0: right and then also talking
1: about my my personal and life strategy and talking about with you is being able to do this I, I remember being at work and telling someone I reported to I worked in um, the dialysis committee com- community for a dialysis company and um, and he asked me what is important to me. And I said, I want to be making a difference. If I'm spending this much time working and away from my family, I want to know it's having an impact Mm -hmm. and being a part of that company. I knew that company was making an impact and it was important. Um, And so that's the same thing with HCJs. It's allowing me to still be um, balanced with my family, but knowing the time that I spend away from it, I'm helping companies make an impact on patients and people. And so that's fulfilling and important to me, and I think we we've, we've got to look at how we spend our time, and is it meaningful?
0: Absolutely, it reminds me of uh, a lady I met yesterday who um, does her real research on work and spirituality, mm-hmm. and she found in her um, dissertation research that um, the three things that really attract, uh, keep, really retain employees. Our um, number one is, is love or just feeling a sense of being appreciated mm. work. Another one is a, a sense of community, just being in a place where you belong. And the third one is doing meaningful work. People really want to know that what they're doing means something, moves the needle somehow in the world. And mm. I think it's really neat that you've made a, a business uh, doing that. And I know your your heart is to help other people really see their place in the world and do the same thing.
1: Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's as a nurse, you, I think nurses have the heart of heart of uh, teachers and just want to help others improve and do better. And, and have that impact. So that is so true. And I love that that was, you said that was her dissertation. Yes. So that means that she's gathering data and actually putting the science behind, you know, some things that we sort of intuitively believe are true. She's finding that that that's actual, and she can put that into words that we can uh, make concrete knowledge for everyone. Isn't it meaningful work, (laughs) making people feel loved and appreciated. I love that.
0: (laughs) I love that a lot of the wisdom that many of us have just known in our gut for many years is now being proven by scientific study Mm -hmm. and a lot of just the way that our brains function optimally are proven in neuroscience research that they can actually prove the benefit of happiness in in your life Mm -hmm. and as a motivator at work Mm -hmm. It, Mm -hmm. it changes everything for employers
1: yeah and you know there's a I um I'll have to look up the name and I'll send it to you after this but there's a guy that went to Harvard and I want to say it's happiness.com but I'm not sure and I'll get his name but he literally studied happiness at Harvard and he talked about how his dad was so disappointed when he told him <laughs> and then <laughs> he created all this scientific um research that took off and he ended up being on the Oprah show and he's got a website on little activities that a person can do that helps elevate happiness in the mind and help us focus um, on improving happiness and that improved uh, productivity, um, fulfillment at work and relationships. And so I'll, I'll send you his name. I've, I've totally dropped it, but he ended up just being an incredible success and adding to that, Like you said, the science behind happiness. Isn't it amazing? It reminds
0: me of a guy that that I've met before, Izzy Justice. Um, Mm. I wonder if it's the same guy. Could be possibly, but studying happiness, putting data behind it, actually creating a happiness index that employees can take in an organization so that you can actually take your employee engagement survey a step further and find out if your employees are truly happy or not.
1: Oh, I love it! I'll have to look him up too. Yeah. I don't. I think it's a different name, um, but I'll I'll send it to you if it's if it's not. But I'm going to look up okay. that one. Is he Will, is he Justice? Will That's a great
0: name. <laughs> Isn't it a fantastic <laughs> yeah. name? Uh, and I sure love is. that people are studying happiness and joy. I I didn't really realize the impact that happiness would have in my own life. And I thought maybe because, you know, different, um I study the Enneagram and it's really clear that I'm a, a four, which is a contemplative, a deep thinker. And I used to think I'm just not a like bouncy, cheerful person, mm. but it, it, I wondered if, if everyone, you know, had to be bouncing off the walls in order to be a happy person. <laughs> and um, And I realized that that the happiness that really serves as a, as a motivator in your life and like a, a catalyst for um, really great things to happen, it, it's an mm. inner joy that mm. um, it doesn't have to manifest in getting up and dancing on tables or being somebody who just seems to be cheerful all the time, but it's talking about a, a, a confidence and a, and a joy that comes from inside. It's so It was a relief to me to hear that. Yes. Yeah. And it's also not as dependent on external
1: uh, or environmental events in your life. um, When it's when it's focused internally or as an inner peace or joy, then all of a sudden life can be happening to us as it does for all of us, but it doesn't alter some of that inner peace and joy that we you can carry it, through life. What
0: was that quote? Huh. Life can happen to us. It doesn't have to happen in us.
1: In us. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that And there's the book on, is it on joy or happiness by Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama? Uh, that is great. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but, um, and they, they really talk through it's the same, same concept.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's a um, fantastic how this is impacting both of our work. And I want to dial our conversation into some really practical strategies for working mamas. Um, not everyone on my podcast is a mom, but when I have a mom on the podcast, especially one who had her babies in her 40s, really, <laughs> I mean, you had, you had set up a certain lifestyle before you had kids that can't yeah. change. It's harder to do that in your 40s. So how have you set up your whole life? To work to where you are curating a happy environment for your kiddos and maintaining a constant state of joy in your own life
1: okay uh, yes so initially i 'll say i don 't think we set it we truly set it up in a strategic way um, we we so much wanted to become parents and you know had remarried later in life, and so we struggled i mean it was a financial struggle but we went uh, worked with a specialty endocrinologist because of my age. And, um, and we spent a fortune, um, that we did not have and borrowed money and a lot of that to try to help make our dreams come true. And so that was really hard. Yeah. Um, and so by the time we had children, some of the thought on how do I create the right <laughs> atmosphere in life. And then we financially weren't as well off as we had been. And I changed what I was doing and and my income had changed at the time. So it was more um, adjusting and surviving for part of that time. So we, I cannot say I've always had it together or it's always been easy or we've always figured it out. It just was hard. Um, especially after having the twins, um, as as much as we wanted them, it just threw me for a loop. And I, I think I even struggled with some postpartum depression. It was just hard. Um, but today, fast forward, um, things that I do that help me, and I actually emailed a mom that had just had twins a few weeks ago and said, call me on a hard day because you'll have them. The joy will be um, exponentially more with twins, but you'll have days that it won't feel that way. And mm-hmm. you can call me because I get it. Um, so I think being plugged into a friend or a network that you have someone to talk to when things are hard, that it is hard. Um, it's not all pie in the sky, but it is hard. The other strategy um, for me is if I can get up a little bit before my kids and do, I call it a daily devotional. I read uh, my Bible or a devotional or just have some um, time to really connect on um, my higher power. I'm a Christian, and um, and just have that a few moments to do that really helps set the tone for the day, yeah. and helps me not be as reactive through the day. I have a good friend Leslie who says, "Respond, don't react," and that is a huge strategy as well. Right. Um, on that, I'm not just reacting to life happen to me. I'm 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 living my values and responding in the way that I want our our life to be. Right. Um. Exercise and nutrition, I think are huge. And that's not something I've always been great at, but, um, having, uh, the right plan in place for the week so that those things fall into place, then, then all of a sudden those endorphins are there. Or we think more clearly and feel better. Right. Um, I think those are the top three things for me, the devotional, knowing that it does get hard and being plugged into somebody that understands and can talk to, um, and then really, um, what was that third thing? Oh, nutrition and Mm -hmm. self-care.
0: Self-care. Yeah. Those, all of those things, you know, I think a lot of people know instinctively that they need to um, develop a a strategy in those areas. And sometimes we can feel overwhelmed. So I think it's Mm -hmm. great that you have done that. And I want to encourage other people who aren't sure where to start that um, we can help.
1: (laughs) yes or call Donna call Don- <laughs> That's
0: what, you know, That's right. I started this company because it took me many years and even though I had my kids in my 30s not in my 40s I was still tired I was worn out working full-time and I didn't have uh, a mom to show me what this looked like so wow. I I started collecting strategies from other people because I just didn't know how it how it works and I'm really compelled to share what I've learned and to keep co- collecting strategies from people like you and let people know you can do this. I can connect you with someone who can tell you it, it will be okay. <laughs> You're gonna- yes. And you also mentioned being connected. And I wanted to just offer a moment of hope for, for gals who are working full time and feel disconnected from other working moms who might share their values um, because you and I met through the forward women organization um, he didn't we? yes, go ahead, yeah, <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and um you know it's a national network of women, the number four w o r d women dot org and you know no matter where you are you can you can connect with women across the nation who are right there with you
1: absolutely the forward women and you could do it virtually and and they have live meetings and there's all kinds of training available. Um, like you said, the number four and word W O R D women, and um, I had taken a little seminar online through Rachel Rose Nelson, uh-huh. and you were a guest speaker for that. That's right. And that was through Ra- that was through Forward Women, I think, as part of that as well. And you were a guest speaker on there. And then I kept thinking about you, and as I was making some life changes, I thought, is there is there a way that I can connect with Donna, and then to make sure that I am on the right path and helped me with, um, making through some of these life, life changes. And boy, was that the best decision?
0: (laughs) Good, good. Well, I'm so glad. And I think anyone who hears your words and says, that's what I need. That's how, you know, who you're supposed to call. Because, um, I think there are many, many, um, coaches out there who are doing good work. And I think that we'll just be naturally attracted to the one that we need. Mm. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to know that. So, Okay. Um, rounding up our interview, you know, the most important question in my women work in wine podcast, right?
1: It's wine. Yeah. It's wine.
0: <laughs> and, um, if we're doing this right, the women who are listening are sitting down with girlfriends and drinking a glass of wine. So when you sit down at the end of the day and everybody's in their place, what do you open up in your house, Meg?
1: Well, I have a new favorite. I just had a visit with a dear friend of mine, Leslie in Florida, and she Had a wine called Rainstorm from Oregon. It's a Pinot Noir, Mm. Um, and it was wonderful. And I I wrote wrote it down and thought I'm definitely going to share this on the podcast. It was just wonderful. And then I read online that it's. Um, described as a Pinot Noir that's like it's from Europe, not California. So if somebody's a wine guru, you'll know what that means. I don't don't know. I just know it's good. Um, And it was not pricey. I think it's about $14. And if you have Publix in your area, they carry it.
0: I love it. Well, one of the things that we teach at our wine and yoga retreats is how to choose wines based on the practices that different um, vintners use in growing their grapes and mm. how many sulfites they add, and how many, you know, use pesticides or not. Um, so mm. I think that can really impact a wine. Um, that could be one of those European qualities that they're talking about. So,
1: okay, well, that makes sense.
0: I know, could <laughs> be. Well, I'm glad to know. I get so excited about great wines under $15, because I don't think you have to break the bank to enjoy a good wine. And I would much rather have less wine and have it be really good that's right <laughs> then drink a bunch of the cheap stuff that gives me a headache
1: yes just enjoy a nice glass of wine
0: yeah well thank you so uh, much meg it's such a pleasure to have you on the show and oh uh, uh, and make sure and let us know how to reach you if we're interested in hcj healthcare
1: yes please i'm on linkedin under meg martin follow me at uh, hcj llc on twitter or hcjsolution.com I'm currently a co director at Texas Healthcare Challenge, and they have a big challenge coming up August 9th and 10th. And you can find information about me and that on texashealthcarechallenge.com. So please join us if you're in the healthcare industry in any type of role.
0: Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. much, Meg. We will talk soon. Okay, sounds good. Bye, Donna. Bye bye. Thanks for taking the time to sit down and have a glass of wine with us. Because we're talking about our wine and yoga retreats in this series, I wanted to take a minute to paint a picture of what this looks like. Think about it. You're going to leave the office, drive or fly to Colorado Springs. Come and check in at the Garden of the Gods Resort, which is a beautiful, breathtaking luxury resort with a view of Pikes Peak out of every room. When you check in, we're going to greet you by name We're going to hand you a key And you're going to go to your room Put your cell phone and your computer in a drawer You're going to put on a bathrobe And sit there on the balcony Looking at the Garden of the Gods Working on your life strategy experience journal At 6 o'clock you're going to come downstairs For a Tour de France wine tasting With Ashley where I'm going to explain to you how the crushing and the pressing in the soil that Cerise render works together to make new wine out of your life. It's a life-changing weekend and I know you want to be there. Go to 360lifestrategies.com forward slash retreats and see if you see yourself in this picture.